Welcome back to the Locked On Diamondbacks Podcast. You're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're listening to Miller Thomas. Go check out my website, please. I'm a multimedia journalist and graphic designer. MillerThomas24.MyPortfolio.com is my website. On there, you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. For today's show, it's another Mike Trout Monday featuring TJ Matthewson. We're going we're to get into a little bit. We're going to argue with each other. This one's uh, definitely a little bit more yelling than the last one. But first, don't forget to go to rockauto.com and CBD and cbdmd.com. And you could get some great offers. RockAuto.com is great for any parts you need. It's always, you know, amazing selection. It's always reliably low. And at CBDMD.com, if you put Locked On MLB in checkout, you could get 25% off your purchase. So that's CBDMD.com, RockAuto.com. Now, here is that continued conversation between TJ Matthewson and I about Mike Trout's perspective and how we view our differing viewpoints of Mike Trout. Mike Trout is probably the best player in baseball and getting on base. But when it comes to clutchness, Mike Trout is definitely... Oh, okay. Oh, boy, okay. Just look at the production, TJ. Two outs, runners in scoring position. Mike Trout in 300... I have the same stats you're looking at. He has a 900 OPS. I don't know how that's not clutch. 900 OPS. That's elite. And Mookie's is 1,000. That's 100 points better. Miggy's is 971. Okay, but Mookie Betts has also had, like... Like what? You're 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 nitpicking between uh, you know Mike Trout great with a 900 OPS and Mookie Betts just uh you know uh you know he was he has been better with two outs but you know a, a thousand OPS like we're 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 saying Mike Trout isn't clutch and that's just not true. No, oh, I'm not saying he isn't clutch. I'm not saying he isn't clutch. I'm just saying. His clutchness doesn't go up a level like it does for Mookie Betts, whose numbers does get better. Does he need in the to club. be the most clutch player in baseball? No, or but I think it's there? part of the reason why his team doesn't do as good because he doesn't perform in the biggest moments. It's uh, one of the reasons have, why he only yeah, has yeah. one playoff hit because he doesn't yeah. perform in big moments. No, he has one playoff win because his team sucks. TJ, go look at his first well, half. Okay, of- I have some. I have some. Okay. Okay, go into your part now. Here, here we go. Okay, so, go. I took some time yesterday okay. to look at uh, the Angels franchise, mm-hmm. and I was looking at top 50 individual seasons in franchise history, both on the pitching side and on the hitting side, to see, has Mike Trout gotten a good season out of a teammate? So, for, let's say, a team like the Yankees, I, this would be an unfair comparison because the Yankees have had so many great players, and there was a lot of good seasons. Angels have won one World Series. They've mostly been out of the picture when it comes to um, competing for titles and making the playoffs and more or less stacking the Hall of Fame with good players. So besides the fact Mike Trout is already 21 wins more valuable than the next closest Angels franchise player, um, let's, let's dive into the stats a little bit. Okay, pitchers first. Uh, in his career, uh, Mike Trout has only had two pitchers who have had a season in the top 50, two total individual seasons in the top 50. Garrett Richards in 2014, where he had a 4.4 wins above replacement. I'm going to use wins above replacement because I like that stat. And okay. I think it's useful. You can so use we're going to use that. That's only the 36th best season in Angels history. 2012, Jared Weaver had 4.3 wins above replacement, and he's tied for 38. So we're talking about 
Um, and I'm going to put that in context here in a second. Um, but those are the two best pitching seasons he has ever had in his career. To win in the playoffs, you need starting pitching, right? So let's look at the World Series this year, Shane. The Astros this year, the 2019 Astros, had three separate pitchers, not with more than four wins, not with more than five wins, had three pitchers with at least six win seasons. Three of them, Granke, Cole, and Verlander. Okay, and that's not even talking about the bullpen. The Nationals had three pitchers with five-plus wins above replacement, Patrick Corbin, Strasburg, and Scherzer. I wonder why they won in the playoffs, Shane. I do, because, you know, they had a guy to try out there and throw pitches on the mound. Meanwhile, Mike Trout had one season of Garrett Richards, who was pretty much a flash in the pan. He couldn't stay healthy, and is now a, I, I don't even know if he's still on their roster. And Jerry Weaver, who was throwing 83 miles an hour. I, I, okay, next one. Uh, now we're going to look at ERA, top 50 ERA seasons. 2014, Garrett Richards had a 2-6 ERA, 16th all-time in Angels history, uh, single season. And 2012, Jared Weaver had a 2-8-1. ERA plus, which uh, takes the ERA and puts it on a scale of uh, 100 is average, uh, the major league average that season. Uh, Garrett Richards, 138 in that 2014 season. 2012, Jared Weaver, 135. So in the nine years, only 2014 Garrett Richards and 2012 Jared Weaver even had a sniff of a good season for the Angels uh, to lean on in the playoffs. A sniff. That's it. Yeah, I know, I'm not even touch. I'm not even touching on the division. And I'm going to go to the offensive side because I I know you love to claim, to say, oh, they the Angels have a great offense, which they did those those two years, 2012 and 2014. I'm, I'm, I'm really going to show you how much of it was just Mike Trout. So now I'm going to look at top 50 offensive seasons um, for the Angels have had since Mike Trout came in. Now, if you look at this list, Mike Trout has the uh, usually in most of these offenses, these total offensive uh, lists, Mike Trout has the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh and eighth best seasons in franchise history. Not shocking because he is one of the all-time greats. Um, but let's look at the other players. In terms of offensive wins above replacement, one player ranked in the top 50 all-time, Howie Kendrick in 2014, who I thought was good but not great. He had a 4.6 offensive wins above replacement. Now let's look at OPS+, plus, which just like ERA+, plus, takes a player's OPS on a scale of you know, 100 is average compared to the league that season. Where does it rank? One player, Albert Pujols in 2012 with 138. Now, when, how about win probability added? I know you love these advanced stats, so I'm going to keep throwing it. them at you. Win, exp uh, win probability added captures the change in win, win expectancy from one plate appearance to the next and credits or deb debits a player based on how much their action increase their team's odds of winning. Okay, so how much are these other players contributing to the Angels winning? Two players, Torrey Hunter in 2012, which is well out of Torrey's prime, 23rd, three and a half, and then 44th, 2014, Albert Pujols, 2.8. So, in conclusion, Shane, uh, with all this supposed help that Mike Trout has had, I'm, I'm just not, not really seeing it.
because it, it just it, it's not there. He hasn't had any help. He hasn't had those game-changing players around him that you need to play more than three playoff games. I mean, you don't. I'm not saying Mike Trout has to win the World Series. I'm not saying Mike Trout has played with – ton of Hall of Famers, but I do think Mike Trout has played with a lot of uh, quality players throughout his time. I'm not saying they're not, Hall, not saying they're Hall of Fame talent, but if you do look at the Angels rosters, he had some years where he's played some really solid high-level players. And if you look at just the team overall, their stats have been pretty good, as you mentioned, those first three years with the Angels. But how much of it is Mike Trout? I Mike won't disagree Trout that Mike Trout's... the team over the oh. course of the season. Yeah, I won't disagree. Mike Trout's the best player on the team, but that doesn't mean you can't have other good players who contribute. It doesn't mean you can't have players okay, like the. Noted, he's had at most one per year. Maybe one Hall of Famer, but like, look at a guy like Christian. Not Walker. even Hall of Fame. This is just good. None of these players are Hall of Fame good. Well, I think if you're just using WAR to determine good, I, I don't know if that's true. You I, can I have. I just noted three different stats for you. Okay, but I think a guy like Cole Calhoun is a solid player. He's not the best player in the league, but if he's, he's going to get you – fine. Yeah, he's, yeah, but if you could stack up a bunch – a whole team of guys who are going to bat you 270, so Mike on an 0 for 10 cold streak, I'm supposed to rely on Cole Calhoun to bail out the whole offense? No, no, but if I look at the talent on, like, uh, the Angels, it's not better than, like, a t- much better than a talent, like, on the D-backs. And the D-backs are a team that are way more competitive than the Angels. They're a team that yeah, – not the same. Huh? They don't have a team like my, uh, a player like Mike Trout, but their their other the secondary players are just as talented as the Angels. They don't have any world beaters. They get guys like Christian Walker, guys like a Eduardo Escobar, guys like a and, Nick and Ahmed. You, you say the similar talent, and they've won pretty much the same amount of playoff games. The one playoff appearance the D-backs had, they beat the Rockies in the wild card game and then got swept by the Dodgers, who were superior in every single category of the game. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They both, uh, I mean, in terms of actual success, it hasn't uh, been much different. But I think the competitiveness level has been a lot better from the D-backs. I don't think the supporting cast has been that much better. And speaking of support, if you need support, and it doesn't matter if you're a professional athlete, a stay-at-home parent, or you spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair, everyone needs to support. everyone needs support to make it through their day. But luckily, our friends at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. CBD Freeze with Menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints, a convenient and easy-to-use roller or shareable squeeze tube. CBD Recover combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like arnic and vitamin B6 to give you the support you need where it matters the most. To make it even easier, try this amazing duo of topicals and everything else that CBDMD has to offer. They're offering all our listeners 25% off your next order when you use the promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD.com, promo code LOCKEDONMLB for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in, traditional stain, in a traditional chain storefront. Winder often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry. 
RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years. Go to, go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. The RockAuto.com is catalog. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked down in there, how did you hear about us, box? So we know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, all right, all right. Here's that conversation. Me and TJ yelling at each other about Mike Trout. So here's the rest of that. But Mike and Trout. Himself, pitching staff had better pitchers. But I do. Disagree, I disagree with the notion that he. I think the last few years, of course, the Angels haven't had any pitchers. But the first few years of Mike Trout's career, as you said, I think he has had some pitchers. Maybe no all-time great. He, he had 83 mile an hour throwing Jared Weaver. I don't and think CJ how Austin, fast. Who, I don't think how fast you pitch. At that point of his career, is a league average pitcher. I don't think you have to throw. That can't help him out in the playoffs. I don't think you have to throw 90 plus to be an effective pitcher. I think Zach Greinke has showed us that. And to mention. It does matter. mm, I mean, Zach Greinke has been pretty good the last two years with his uh, velocity going down. Okay. You're watching watching the World Series this year. Outside of Greinke, what guy's lobbing it up there at 90? Outside not of Green. Verlander, not Cole, not Patrick Corbin, not Strasburg, not Scherzer. No, They're I'm just putting it up there, 95. Yeah, I'm just saying Granky. I'm just saying Granky. You could be, you could get to a place where you're uh, aging and still be talented because you're just hitting your location and your mark. I think you could just turn into more technique and finesse pitcher like a Granky did. But just to mention some, uh, you do yeah. know. Uh, Mike Trout, yes, hasn't had the last few years the great pitching, but looking back at 2012, that pitching staff, had C.J. Wilson, he had Jared Weaver, he even had Zach Greinke on that staff, at Ernesto Friere as a closer, he had some other great relief pitchers. Did he get traded that year? I think he probably did get traded this year, because he only started yeah, 13 exactly. games. Like, so he not, did. Like, if, if, it was all, like, if they traded Greinke away, they weren't trying to win. Oh, I think is try to win, and maybe I, I don't remember the trade. I have to look into. It. I don't know. Maybe but they also, don't. also, you know, there's also the bad luck of playing in the AL West, which I think is one of the most competitive divisions in baseball. Uh, and, and you know, as I mentioned, a team sport. We look at the 2012 Angels, which missed the playoffs by five games, but they finished behind the A's, who won 94 games that year. That was a really good team. And then the Rangers, who were coming off two World Series in a row, they won 93 games. So, you know, that's a bad role of division that year um, because if you play in a division with two other teams that won 90 games, your chances of making the playoffs are pretty slim. But, in, yeah, in uh, 2014, obviously, they won the division and then uh, rolled into a hot Kansas City team. And Mike Trout just didn't, you know, 12 at-bats, he wasn't good. Yes, correct, 12 at-bats. But it's 12 at-bats, so I'm not going not gonna to be tr- uh, dinging Mike Trout over having 12 bad at-bats. But 12 at-bats through nine years, which is more of the overall point for a guy. Because he can't make the playoffs because his team stinks. 
Well, TJ, there's something called free agency, and he chose to re-up for four hundred million. So I get taking four hundred million. I'm not gonna be mad Listen, at that. You, you can't yeah, just exactly. tell me. Would you turn down four hundred million dollars? He loves LA. He's probably got a house in LA. He's got his. He's had, is expecting a kid on the way. He doesn't want to uproot his family and go move to the East Coast again. He's happy. Why? I mean, why? Why should we ding him? Like it, think- it takes away from his greatness because he wants to stay loyal to his franchise. It does take away from your greatness. If someone, if, if any other all-time great was in a situation where they weren't winning, because it, he's not dressing up, because he's not dressing up in pinstripes or with the Red Sox or with the Braves or with any of those other great franchises. That's like that. We're going to ding him for that. Like no. Like if he wants to stay, he wants to stay. Yeah, if he wants to stay, he wants to stay. But it, it does ding you if you finish. If he finishes a career with one playoff hit, TJ, you don't think that takes a ding on his resume? No, because he plays for a garbage franchise. That's on him, then. One hit matters if no. you're the greatest of it's all time. Not it's not my Trout's job to staff a pitching staff or develop prospects or help his other players on the field hit a baseball. It's not his job. His job is to go be the best player he can, which he does when he puts up a 10-win season in center field and wins MVP. Yeah, that's great. But what do you do for me in the playoffs? I need to see you in the playoffs to determine the real greatness. The team sucks. If you gave him eight, nine seasons in the playoffs, I'm sure his playoff numbers would look great. But you're judging it off of 12 at-bats he had in his worst season as a pro. Worst yeah. season. If you look at it, that was his worst one. Highest strikeout percentage, lowest walk percentage, not as many home runs. You know, 21 years of age. 22, actually. But still. Like, it's the only season like, I have to go that, off of, TJ. We're talking about small, small sample size. I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn this um, back. I'm gonna jump ahead of you, Shane, because I know okay. you're gonna bring this up. You what? love talking about David Ortiz in 2013. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. God, he was good. It was a great one, right? So if we talk about sample size. You know, we can look at his World Series. 25 plate appearances. He hit nearly 700. Carried the team. Oh, he was so good. So good. Shane, uh, what did he hit in the ALCS? I'm not too sure, uh, TJ. What did he hit in the ALCS? One. Two for 22. Like, are, are, like, this is my prime example of sample size. You get hot, you get cold. It happens. Why That's true. Jesus' first playoffs. Three for 13. After that, uh, next series, six for 15. And then two for 21. I mean, the dude goes up and down and up and down. It happens to everyone. Wait, so like, TJ, you're telling me in the ALCS, he had double the hits Mike Trout did in his whole playoff career? And double the at-bats? Mm, huh? Maybe. That's probably true. He still had a better batting average, actually, even with double the okay, at-bats. Okay, stop with the batting average. I already explained to you how fluky it is. So, oh, so we're going to compare 091 to 088. I know they're both. I know it's not you know, he, Mike Trout had a higher OPS, too. He walked more. He had more extra base. He had a home run. David Ortiz didn't have a – actually, he did have a home run. One home run and a single. Um, yeah. yeah, that was the one good thing Trout did do. He had a home run. I'll give him that. The one hit was a home run. That's pretty impressive. At least he did so something. Anyway, that, that, that proves my point there, Shane. Um, sample size is – it goes both ways, as you can just look at – the uh, 2013 ALCS and 2013 World Series. Go I think it. sample size could work against you here too because I think uh, most of us would agree probably the last 20 years or, you know, at least in maybe the last 15 years, Clayton Kershaw has probably been the best pitcher of our generation, would you say, TJ, the last 15 years probably? 
Yep, and I will agree with you. If Mike Trout sucked as many times in the playoff as Clayton Kershaw did, I would agree with you that he's not a good playoff player. But Clayton Kershaw has made the playoffs here. I have it pulled up, actually, because I knew you were going to talk about this. Let's see. He has made the playoffs almost every – he has made it 2008, not, or 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 times he's made the playoffs for – you know, the other team in L.A. who actually develops their pitchers, develops their other prospects, builds a complete roster, plays in an easier division, and subsequently makes the playoffs every single year. So, yes, correct. It could come back to bite me if Mike Trout made the playoffs nine times through his age 31 season, but he doesn't because he doesn't play on the Dodgers. He plays on the inferior L.A. franchise, who doesn't make the playoffs, doesn't develop their prospects, doesn't stock their pitching staff with good players and subsequently misses the playoffs every season. Yeah. And he probably could have played for the other LA franchise if he wanted to, but he, like you said, he, he chose to be with the angels and that's his choice. He likes that's the okay. organization. He's yeah. not content. He like it. He likes it. So why I, I'm not going to tell him where to take his money from. He would have got that money wherever he went. He decided to stay with the angels. That's him, but it it doesn't mean he's a bad playoff player off of 12 at bats. I I just won't accept that. That's it for this edition of the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. Thank you to everyone who tuned in today. Thank you for TJ for hopping on once again to talk about Mike Trout. Be on the lookout tomorrow. I'm going to be breaking down the Padres D-back series, and Javi Peña might join me as well, so be on the lookout for that. Bye, everyone. is staying safe and staying healthy. Peace!